If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Podcast Unlocked, episode 27. I am one of your hosts, Ryan Clements, and it is an important show today because we are introducing a brand new member of the IGN family. But before we do, before you get to speak, let's introduce Casey Lynch, the one and only beard and chief of IGN.com. Hello, sir. Hello, Ryan. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I was, I was, you know, I'm a little, I was a little down and out this morning, but I'm feeling okay. As soon as, as soon as we hit those mics on, I was back in business. It's good to hear. How do you feel about that? I feel great because, you know, if you're down and out, then that's a sign of bad times in the world because you are the perpetually happy person. (laughs) I think, uh, honestly, I'm either just still fighting off a bit of a cold or maybe I'm getting the uh, plague that everybody seems to be circulating around right now. Yeah, they're literally... purely physical. There's 12 people out of the office today. It's it's ridiculous. Yes. Absolutely insane. And you just recently got back from Tokyo. Yeah, and I'm also a little concerned at how many house flies are, are buzzing around the the IGN's podcast room right now. It's almost like one of the uh, classic moments in film where you have the small orphan children running around in the alley and there's about a zillion flies around them to indicate their extreme level of poverty. That's what the IGN podcast room is like right now. There's even little stink lines coming up above my head. That's what's happening. There's steam coming from the sewers. (laughs) Just rolling. It just piles of garbage everywhere. We're in Um, squalor right now. So in this this immense squalor, let's introduce... (laughs) No, I kid, I kid. It is an exciting day. Today, uh, I'm sorry, Monday officially was the first day of IGN's newest executive editor of the 360 channel, Stephen Hopper. Hello, everyone. What's happening? (laughs) This is Stephen Hopper. Hi. How's it going? And this is your first episode, not well, not only your first episode of Unlocked, but uh, your first IGN podcast. Absolutely is. This is. Correct? Yes. All right. Are you excited? Very. Okay. I didn't know what to expect coming in, but now I know to expect a shitload of flies. Yeah, it's true. It's also, great. I would highly. I, you got to. You got to get right up on this mic. You got to practically oh. make out with it. Well, so, I so they can hear your beautiful voice. I did a bit of that earlier today. You know, just me and the mic. Just you and, and the mic, up. getting yeah. some, uh, getting some alone time. 
yeah. some frisky business going on in the podcast room. But then I told the mic, you know, I, I got to be me, you know? Yeah. I got to branch out and you do my own thing. You can't, you know, invalidate who you are as a person. Exactly. In order to please the mic. Yeah, no the doubt. The mic needs to accept you for who you are. Well, right. Steven's not a one, mat, a one mic guy, so. Yeah. I Definitely mean, you know, not. Some, some people just, they weren't really born for a monogamous mic relationship. You need... You know, they need to get out there. They need to play the field. They're multiple you know, mics. They need multiple to experience, mics. Uh, experience life. And then maybe one day, if you find a mic that you really just want to settle down with, and you're like, this is the only mic I ever need, then that'll happen. I'm hoping so. Like, yeah. and, and so, you know, so is my mom. She really wants me to settle <laughs> down with a nice mic. Right. Exactly. And make it official. Well, need a mic. We're going to make today's podcast official by talking about a lot of very important things, which includes your past history and upcoming future at IGN. But uh, also, we are going to be talking Dark Souls, which is this cool little game that's coming out, uh, the spiritual successor to Demon's Souls, or Demon Souls. No, I always it's, forget. It's, it's Demon's, Demon's Souls, yep, right? Demon's, yeah, Possessive. Terrible title. Um, Possessive and Demons. Also, uh, Steven has been playing, or Shopper, as I like to say, because it's... Uh, you know, it's just first initial, last name. It's beautiful, shopper. But it actually makes it's a perfect. word. It's just absolutely <laughs> that perfect. It really happens. Uh, we're all, he's been playing X-Men Destiny, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. We can, right? Is it under embargo? No, there's no embargo. Okay, excellent. Whew. Man, we almost had to delete this entire section of the podcast. <laughs> and then I want to uh, talk a little bit about Shank 2, because we just had an exclusive preview go live on, uh, on IGN. Uh, where I talk a little bit about Shang 2, along with a fellow uh, one-up fan, not fan, a friend, uh, Scooter. Scooter wrote the uh, other part of the Shank 2 preview. That's Basically, right. yep. he, uh, he focused... Uh, focused. <laughs> I'm, I'm off to a great start. He focused on the multiplayer section of Shank 2, and I was doing the single player, and it was, uh, it was cool. We kind of took a tag-team approach to that preview, and I think it turned out really well. So you should check it out on IGN.com right now. So, without further ado, let us, let me cross this section out, let us go into Mr. Shopper's past and what led you to IGN today. Go. My past. Well, I was born in a convent. <laughs> really? Yeah, right outside of Mumbai. This is already really way different than what I have expected. It's extremely fascinating. Yeah. Um, right out of Mumbai, huh? Yeah, yeah. Just, Excellent. You know, about three clicks to the east. Okay. Got if it. I yeah, click. what can you tell me what a click is? Click is a kilometer. Really? Yes. Oh wow! I didn't. I never knew that. Neither did I. Had to look it up sci-fi talk. <laughs> click. No, yes. it's one click. Okay. I that doesn't make any sense to me either. Right. But got it. Yeah, it's uh, a kilometer. That's okay. a click. In in that kind of jargon. Um, what were you doing before you came to IGN? Before I came to IGN, uh, I was working PR. Okay. Um. And prior to that, I was actually a news editor and a freelancer mm -hmm. for a few different sites. So um, I've been in the industry for about 10 years or so. It's a long um, time. Yeah, as a writer in PR, um, I love video games. I love Xbox uh, particularly. It's my favorite system. That's it's your my platform of choice. Definitely my platform of choice. Okay. Good to hear coming from the executive editor. Yeah, I mean, you'd be, you'd be surprised, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's great. I'm really excited to be here at IGN. Um, I've oh. been a fan of the site for as long as I can remember. Me too. Um, so, yeah. All right, excellent. I'm glad you have joined us. I expect many wonderful and beautiful things out of you. So do I. All right. Oh, man. 
Expect them of me or of yourself? Wait, I expect you to expect beautiful things okay, out of me. Okay, got it. That That's, makes more sense. It's a lot of expectations. And, uh, and yeah, and, you, and uh, both Casey and uh, Shopper, you guys knew each other uh, before uh, meeting up at IGN here. You guys worked together previously, correct? We did, true? but we actually, I think the first time we met was on a crazy Uncharted trip. Oh, yeah. In, it was one of, oh, that's like how we met. Yeah, oh. yeah. So this was uh, in 2007 or 2008, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, it was right before the original Uncharted came out and uh, Ratchet and Clank was the other game that they yep. showed us. Yep. Yeah, and it was to, in Croatia. Yeah. The you guys went to Croatia? Yes, we did. Yes. It was in it was in Dubrovnik, Croatia. Oh my goodness. And uh, Sony Computer Entertainment of Europe hosted a giant event there. They brought over uh, the Uncharted team, a bunch of the guys from Naughty Dog. Uh, we hung out with Amy Hennig um, and uh, the team, uh, the Ratchet team, so a lot of the Insomniac guys. Awesome. And uh, we got to play the game for a long time and do a number of other amazing things. So and there, it was a big group. Um, cool. It was interesting, that trip in particular, because it was in Europe, but they brought over a pretty large contingency of American uh, writers and outlets. So right. it, was a, it was a fun trip. Cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it. What, and we're talking tools of destruction, right, when you Correct. say Ratchet? Okay, yeah. Cool. I just whenever I hear Ratchet, I get all tingly, and I think of Crack in Time, which is like one of my favorite games of the modern uh, of modern days. Recently, um, what else did I want to ask you, Stephen, about uh, the well? Like, let's talk a little bit about gaming then, just because you know it's kind of what we all do here. Okay. So what uh, what would you say are your sort of genres of choice? You know, what do you always gravitate towards? And then if you can pick like a few favorite games. Let's, wow. give, give, let's give us like uh, give us some kind of background so we know. Let's contextualize Stephen Hopper. It's a hell of a question. Yeah, it is a question. Um, One yeah, hell of a I question. I love action adventure games, um, RPGs. I'm Excellent. big into. I'm Japanese or uh, Western. Both. Um, I love answer. Final Fantasy series as well as uh, pretty much anything Bioware has put out. Um, and uh, sports games. I'm a big Madden fan. Thank goodness, because I swear, man, there are not a lot, a lot of those in the IGN office right now. I don't know anything about football at all. Don't even know what the ball is called. I'm assuming it's a ball, and it's use, you use your feet. It's sometimes. called the... the, the flan, skin. Flandanger? No, flandanger. That's, that's another sport. Oh, okay. I, I just know that when you throw it and you get a, a hole-in-one... The guy, he catches it, and it's a hole-in-one, right? Right, and, that's what it is. And it's worth Correct. 50 points to worth 50, Gryffindor. Worth 50 Gryffindor points. Yeah, yes. okay, cool. All, all very accurate. Yeah, like I said, I love football. Uh, <laughs> Madden. Joel Madden is, like, my favorite <laughs> favorite member of Good Charlotte. Joel Madden. I don't like Benji Madden, although I like Benji the dog. He's pretty badass. Now you lost me. Yeah, I bring, lost me, bring too. Bring it back to the games. Okay, the games. If you could pick your favorite three games... Of all time. Of all time. Yeah, and then we can come back to it too if you want to think, if you want to okay. s- stew on it, r- ruminate a little bit. I think I have my top three. Okay. Um, oh, that was really fast. <laughs> okay, got it, got, got it, got it. Top three, go. Three, two, one. All right, Mega Man Two. All right. Mass Effect Two, and Res are my oh. three favorite games. Look at that! Wow, you should be reviewing Child of Eden then, man. Goodness Ooh. gracious, a big fan of the Res, huh? I yeah, it's basically I love like Res, Res Deluxe. Like yeah. Fancy, oh no, the, I, I the, played the it on. Uh, I played the Kinect version on oh, 360. Yeah, I should. I should say I'm. I'm reviewing the uh, PlayStation Move version right now for the uh, PlayStation team, and uh, yeah, I gotta say I'm not. I'm not like as much of a uh, like super hyper fanboy of the Mizuguchi products as a lot of other people are. So I'm kind of playing Child of Eden and being like, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like a super well designed game though. 
I mean, I think it's more of like a interesting visual experience. It is, and it's it's definitely more of an experience than it is an actual game. Yeah, but even then, I would I would argue that the experience isn't exactly mind blowing. At least not anymore. Maybe it was back in the days of Res. But I'm also kind of a hard sell sometimes. Casey's just shaking his head at me. That's a jerk. <laughs> well, I am. No, no I'm just, I'm just kidding. No, I, I agree with you. Um, I will say this, though, on Child of Eden's behalf. Uh, I went to an art show. Uh, it was a video game-related uh, art show. Mm. And uh, in the middle of it, they dimmed the lights, and they had a DJ playing. And they played Child of Eden against the back wall you know, during the actual party. And to your point about being sort of this weird interactive experience or almost just more visual experience versus a game, it totally became that because we're all standing there at this party and suddenly it looked like somebody had put together a light show. Yeah. Yeah, it was better. Yeah. So um, It's also kind of probably because you guys were fucking drunk and just like tripping out on these lights. And then I think there may have been some sweet berry wine that was uh, <laughs> indulged in. So. Man, well, Some yeah. Peanut anyway, noir. That was uh, that was a bit of a tangent. Um, I though I do I respect uh, Mizuguchi's con- uh, contributions, obviously, to gaming. But uh, you know, he listens to podcasts unlocked, and he's really disappointed in you right now. I don't. I don't. Well, it's not live, so, so he sad. wouldn't be. He wouldn't know that yet. So he wouldn't be disappointed yet at <laughs> the time of this recording. I'm going to predict he's going to. I think he knows. We're going to get email. Yeah. Email. Email. Sorry. Um, so is there anything else you want to like introduce yourself in regards to the IGN community that they should know about you before you get started? Um, not much. I'm uh, just a real straight shooter and I'm really excited to be here. Cool. Do you, what what do you like do outside of the video gaming space? Do you have any other like hobbies or are you an aficionado of anything? Um, you're killing me, man. You're killing me. (laughs) Give me something. Are you? (laughs) Who the hell is this guy? (laughs) Um, I am a big fan of music. Um, I aren't, as as Kill Bill would say, aren't we all? Or no, wait, as just Bill would say, right. his name wasn't Kill Bill. <laughs> Fuck, I messed it, it up. Was. His mom. <laughs> Come on over here, Kill. <laughs> Kill Bill. <laughs> Where's that Kill? You know what I'm talking about. I do. Right? Of course, he makes course. a great point. I mean, who yeah. could, can you name anyone that doesn't like? music in some way or well, other. but there's some, pe- there's some people, people who are just casual listeners of music are you suggesting that you are a a fan or a deep fan of music mm-hmm. i am Shopper? as a matter of fact you're wearing a mastodon t-shirt i'm a huge fan of that band um, that i am i like uh, a variety of different genres i like metal both was, speed and thrash. I was gonna be like, you know that one Mastodon where they're like, we are Mastodon. I was gonna like make up a song because I have no idea what the music that sounds like. You just uh, quoted a Mastodon. Song. That's, oh really? Yeah, we are Mastodon. Yeah, they have an, they have an album and it's got eight songs and it's all just that. <laughs> we are Mastodon. That's it. Right. It's not even instruments. You're just right. hand claps. Yeah, pretty much it. Chanting. It sounds like K-pop, right? Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Man. I love the K-pops. Mm. So and then so really passionate about music. Uh, are you a musician or do you just consume music? Um, I used to play the guitar. Right. I don't really anymore. Um, I Fair enough. Kind of still know how, but I'm not great. Okay, well, I'm, okay. I'll be the first to admit that. I'm I, I I mean you've already got me one up because I can. I, if I picked up a guitar, I don't think I would know what to do with myself. I just look at it for a while and hope it, it willed itself to play. It's typically how I play the guitar. I just pick it up and stare at it. Yeah, and, and just hope for the best. Yeah. Keep your fingers crossed. Yes. Um, so with, uh, with Shopper now fully integrated into the Unlocked Network, I why mean, don't we move on to a little Dark Souls chat? How's that sound, guys? Mm. Yeah? Mm. That sounds so tasty. I'm scared. Oh, man. 
So now I I really can only mediate this chat. I have not even touched Dark Souls yet because it has been in the hands of the people that need to actually do serious articles and stuff about it. So tell me uh, about Dark Souls, guys. We have some big events coming up with Dark Souls. We do in particular. Right yeah, tomorrow. Um, Thursday. Thursday, the 29th, we're hosting a 24-hour gameplay marathon. What? I know. (laughs) Yes. It is insane, Ryan. So we are taking the game to task. We're going to see how far we can get in 24 hours, how many bosses we could down, how many times we die, how we do all that good stuff. So it's definitely something that you should uh, tune into. We're going to be updating um, a kill counter uh, once every hour just to sort of show our progress if you want to tune in throughout the day. And we're going to be giving away T-shirts. We're going to give away copies of the game. And we're actually bringing an artist on to make a one-of-a-kind, unique statue. And he's done a bunch of these for the uh, Demon Souls and Dark Souls community. He's going to make one during the actual marathon, and we'll give it away at the end. Wow. That sounds so, exciting. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Goodness. Yeah. What, uh, and what time does it officially start? It starts uh, tomorrow, Thursday, September 29th at 12 p.m. Pacific, Pacific Standard, Standard time. time. And it will run all through the night. And if you tune in after midnight, uh, we're hoping to have some interesting shenanigans. So if you're up, uh, <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe we'll make a trip to Franz Closet. Oh I don't know. God. What? Wow. What? But That's the oldie, but a goodie. The, I know. But the marathon will run all the way through to noon the following day so friday the 30th pacific standard time got it and at the wrap of our marathon we're going to post our review of the game look at that and the game serendipitous amazing and the game comes out next tuesday october 4th okay so for those of uh, for those that might not be interested in uh the whole long haul they can basically know to see ign's review of dark souls this friday at 12, at, at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Pacific Standard Time, which is 3 p.m. Eastern Time. That's, and it's, you folks on and it's other times all throughout the world because I know we have listeners everywhere. That's true. In Australia. But, but the, the three-hour difference is the easiest one for me to do in my head, so that's all I can do. It's just a, like a gimme. If yeah. you want to do one conversion, that's an easy one. Yeah, and easy. You've crossed that off. You put easy a ch- peasy. Checklist, I've served the community. It's like when I do yen, I just mul- you know multiply everything by 100, and it usually works out just fine. I don't multiply. I just move the decimal. Yeah, that's what I yeah, that's what I mean. Except if I multiplied one hundred dollars by one hundred, that would not that would not work out. So we well. are Master yeah. So Dark Souls. So Dark Souls for the uninitiated is the spiritual successor to Demon's Souls, which uh was published by Atlas right. and developed by From Software. From Software again has uh put together this new game. And it is a high-tension, pretty much all-gameplay action RPG. That's crazy. It's, like, crazy. And how, how long... Have you put in a fair amount of hours into this? I or? have, and I'm not... I mean, we have people that we've been talking to. There's, uh, Well, first of all, in IGN, there's about six people that are playing it. And I, I think the farthest person along is about 50 hours in. And, right. Um, that's actually Keza. Yeah, and doing she, the review. Yes, exactly. So um, She knows what she's talking about. Yeah, yes, she does. So then we have people who are doing the guides. We have people who um, are collecting video. Um, and everybody's at different points in the game. It's, it's a really large game. I, I could imagine. Considering you could probably play it for several hundred hours and not see everything. This is true. Yes. So well, it always makes our jobs way easy, doesn't it? Totally. Yeah, hey, you know, kind of you should review this game. You should you tell us what you think. And, you know, 
Spend two hundred hours playing it. It'll yeah, be great. No problem. Totally, I got that in, amidst everything else. And just for the record, we were talking about this in the office. You know, on the note of reviewing games, um, there are less than a hundred days left in two thousand eleven. Oh man! And the IGN staff between now and and basically right around Christmas time will be reviewing one hundred and twenty eight games. Really? Uh huh. That's more than a game a day. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> oh, my God. So, we are master master done. So, um, so, yeah. So, what else do you want to know? Dark Souls. Uh, well, well, let's uh, well, let's talk about your article real okay. quick. And let's address some concerns. So, Casey published an article with uh, just basically an opinion piece comparing uh, Dark Souls to Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Correct. Correct. And some people were like, hey, neat. And a lot of people were kind of perturbed by this article. Yeah, it was interesting. So let's, let's uh, respond. Let's respond to the hate. Here's the response, Internet. First of all, everybody needs to chill the fuck out, okay? Yes. For the record, I love Elder Scrolls. I played Morrowind. I played Oblivion. I played the fuck. If there was a fuck to be played out of Oblivion, right. I, you, you, I... You played it. it Oblivion was defucked Thoroughly. on my console. Yes. Defucked? Uh, was fucked so and... Play, f- played the fuck out of so much that it was just entirely defucked. Yeah, there wasn't... There was, was no fuck left. Unfucked. There was no fuck left. Um... <laughs> So I'm a huge fan of Bethesda, and um, that article was not meant in any way to slight Skyrim. I'm looking forward to it, and I will probably spend, you know, another 60 to 100 hours sinking um, uh, of my time into it. So mm-hmm. all of that said, the point of the article, and if you read the article... Um, Which I'm sure a lot of people didn't probably do. Probably not. Um, or if they did, they may have skimmed because there was there was a lot of words there. So it wasn't just, you know, your uh, few paragraph little piece. But the point of the article in the intro essentially puts forward this thesis. I think that's, that Dark Souls is awesome. And I wanted to explain five ways that I feel like it bests Skyrim. And I clearly outlined that at the beginning of the article. And if for whatever reason people didn't understand that, I would definitely suggest going back and reading it. Um, I certainly didn't want to disenfranchise anybody. I obviously love all of our readers. I love Skyrim. I think the entire point was to show the strengths of Dark Souls. And here's why. In the conversations that I've had specifically about Dark Souls, um, I've gotten one of two responses generally, which is, what's Dark Souls? Mm -hmm. Or... Uh, it sounds cool, but it sounds really hard, and I'm going to be playing another RPG this year, which is Skyrim. So I wanted to put those two sort of on level, uh, on a level playing ground, but the article was written specifically to detail how Dark Souls bests Skyrim. So I think one of the main contentions with uh, readers about that piece was that either it wasn't fair or it only pointed out the things that were good in Dark Souls. And I wrote it that way. I specifically wrote it uh, from the perspective of, well, let's take a step back for a moment. And we talked about this yesterday. Stepping back. We... Uh, (laughs) I'm just not going to do it. Um, Let's say uh, I was writing about sports, and we were looking at uh, some teams before the season began, um, and we were going to sort of make our predictions, and we were going to talk about what is good about each team. Um, And we were even approaching it, say, from a a debate perspective. And I was going to say, hey, this is why I think this team is going to be better than this team. Uh, One of the other contentions that sort of uh, made me think about this was people were basically saying, well, you haven't played both games. Well, I actually have. I've played both games. I didn't 
play Skyrim for 60 hours. I played it um, at PAX, but I did get a private demo behind closed doors, and I was able to sit down with it, not on the floor, um, and not with you know a line of people behind me, but to spend some some good time with it. And I've spent a, a, a very decent amount of time with Dark Souls, certainly not 60 hours. But um, I think there's this notion that you haven't played both games. How could you be leveling these sort of um, thoughts or criticisms against either game? Um, and then this idea of, well, why did you just point out the five things that you thought were better about Dark Souls and not say anything about Skyrim, per se, in maybe the uh, typical fashion you might see that as we've done in the past with IGN. And here's clearly why, is, is I'm just looking at it from, these are two, you know, not necessarily competing products, because Dark Souls is completely different than Skyrim, although they're, they're action RPGs, Skyrim arguably is going to, you know, delve way more into the story side of things, you know, the dialogue trees and, you know, uh, it's a, it's a very different thing, but these are the two games ultimately that I think are competing for RPG mindshare this 2011, you know, fall to holiday gaming season. Um, so yeah, if I were essentially looking at two teams and I wanted to say, this is why I think the giants are better. And this is why they're better than the Dodgers. And here's five reasons. That's really all that article was. Yeah. And it's also, it's not really, those sorts of articles aren't necessarily giving the definitive which game is better. You're just saying five reasons why it might be better or it might, these are some ways that it could, you know, beat this other game. But you're not actually saying that it is better or that it will be. Right. And let's just say for the record too, if I were to, if I were to write the same article on Skyrim's behalf... It would read completely differently. I yeah. could very easily write five reasons why. I mean, if I just cribbed the headline, five reasons why Skyrim will eat Dark Souls face. Yeah. The story, it's gonna, the story's going to be crazy huge. The voice actors, they're, they're, you know, the people that they have on board that they just announced yesterday. Um, it's going to be an epic experience. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so much to Skyrim. Uh, on those specific things, I picked out five specific things that I felt like Dark Souls is or will do better than Skyrim. That was the angle. Yes. Well, thank you for sharing. Does that make sense, Ryan? It made sense to me. Did it make sense to you, listeners? Tell us by sending emails to unlocked at IGN.com. And and, and again, we, we can move on after this. Guys... I, I wasn't start trying to start an argument, and I wasn't trying to hurt anyone's feelings, and I wasn't—I certainly wasn't trying to get anybody angry. So, I love you, and I'm sorry. All right, you know, but you, you shouldn't be sorry though, because you no, didn't do anything wrong. Well, it's an I, opinion I, piece. The last thing that I want to do is in—you know—cause chaos. I just want to create discussion. And there's—if you read through the four thousand some odd comments that that story got, which is completely unexpected to everybody here. Uh, I mean, we knew that people would respond to it, but it, there was a massive response. Um, there was a lot of really good thought that came about through it, and there's some great comments. Now, granted, a lot of people just flew off the handle. Many of them bombarded my Twitter account. <laughs> so I had many a conversation with 12-year-olds telling me why I suck and I'm an asshole and I should die, and that's all great. So, But guys, I love you, and um, I love both games. I think Dark Souls definitely deserves your attention. Tune into the marathon tomorrow, and you can see for yourself it's going to be awesome. There you go. Um, well, thank you very much, Casey. Why don't uh, Why don't we move on to a little bit of X Men Destiny? All How's right, that sounds Stephen. You've been all too quiet over that there sounds in great. your corner. X Men Destiny. Uh, it's going to be better than both Dark Souls and Skyrim combined. <laughs> Whoa! You heard it here first, folks. It's going to eat both of their face. I'm kidding. You're, I'm, you're, I'm you're, very, you're very rather kidding because you uh, you yeah. don't seem super sold on the game so far. You know what? It's not really doing it for me. Um, the combat. No, no, wait. Before you go on, when's the review come out? It will be later this week. <gasps> later this week. So should we spill the total beans? Ooh. 
Well, I, I just wanted some general opinions. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. General opinions. Sorry, my bad. Go. No, no bad. No bad was had. Um, I'm just gonna say, gravy. Captain Navy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that is. Captain Navy. Uh huh. Yeah. Did that works right there? Captains in the Navy. That's that's a convenient name for that guy. If mm-hmm. He's a captain in the Navy. Captain Navy. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, X Men Destiny. Um, I'm a little disappointed. I will say. I'm yeah. not sure how much more in depth. I can get into it. Well, I mean, considering we've only been recording for about 30 minutes and I, I you know, you're more than welcome to talk more about it. I don't think we're going to spoil your, you know, ultimate uh, review score as long as you don't give us a score. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, give us give us a few, like a few of the reasons why you're disappointed. Okay. Um, they make a big deal about offering players choice within the game. Okay. Um, through your actions and your conversations with, um, you know, people from the, or mutants rather, from the X-Men universe uh, that have been previously established. And there are a lot of really cool kind of esoteric characters like uh, like uh, Caliban and um, Who's Caliban? Dixie. Caliban is a really... Is, are these real X-Men characters? Yeah, they are. Okay. They are. They're, they exist in the comics. Um, Caliban. Caliban, yeah. Wait, isn't that the weird looking guy from Clash of the Titans? That's Calabos. Oh my God, you're so good! Yeah. Thank you. That's what but I it, do. It, it was really close. That's what I do. You were you were close. You're almost there. So like, I was right on the Calab. I, I want to know who Caliban is. The the X Men. Yes, the X Men. The X Men. X X Men. Spider Man's. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I believe he um can make people afraid. Okay. Like that's his mutant ability. Is, like what's he look like? Is this a... He's got his face is kind of. Gosh, do you remember? Uh, he he looks like a Star Trek character, basically. Okay. I'm gonna say he's got, <laughs> got it, like got like giant bones sticking out of his face. I see, I see. That it's okay. it's it's hard to explain. Bones. He looks like a Ferengi. You're saying? Not no, quite Ferengi. Not quite Klingon. Not quite Klingon. Um, kind of more uh, like I'm his running out of Star Trek races. Uh, like um, Odo, the morph from Deep Space Nine. No. No. All right. Uh, well, I'm out <laughs> of here. Let's just let's, I'm, I, You're out. All right. Let's just get the hell away from is he Star a, Trek. Does here. he look like a Tribble? Mm, um, is that what they were yes. called? Were they, is that what they were called? The little balls in the yeah. original Star yeah, Trek? Yeah, Trouble series? with Tribbles. Yeah. yeah. All right. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. The only reason I reference this is because my father was obsessed with Star Trek going up, growing up, and he always t- told me about the Tribbles episode. He said it was really good. Fantastic. It was yeah. a good one. But yeah, um, the. Uh, the game presents the player with choices um, that will ultimately influence whether or not they become a member of the X-Men faction or of the Brotherhood, uh, the Brotherhood of Mutants. Uh, that's Magneto's group. Um, but the the storyline and the way it progresses doesn't really show the real weight of your decisions. Like, say, for example, you were to, you know, run a mission for Pyro and an X-Man were to find out about it and come at you and say, oh, hey, you know, you, you really shouldn't have done that. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, you, you seem, they seem like pushovers, they? Don't really they? are. Absolutely. Like, like you'll be given a choice to do a mission for, you know, let's say Cyclops or Pyro. And, you know, they'll walk up to you and say, okay, whose mission are you going to do? Are you going to do Pyro's or are you going to do Cyclops? So you choose Pyro. Cyclops will just kind of go, oh, well, you, you got to be careful. You're going to be real bad. If you, if you keep making these bad decisions, it's going gonna, it's gonna to weigh on you. It's... Like, come on, get pissed, you know? Fight me if you want. Shoot him with his eye laser. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, yeah, I mean, uh, there's I not, totally. Yeah, there's, 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 there's just really not that much weight to the decisions that okay. you make in the game. Some gravitas, is that what it's called? That's a thing, right? Yes. Yeah? Right. Gravitas. I'm going to make it a thing. Uh, any other, re- what other reasons are you saying that uh, not so good uh, this combat, game is? Combat hinges on the button mashing side, right. and there's not really a lot of variety in the missions. Um, you end up just fighting mobs of groups, and it literally, there something will pop up that says, defeat 30 enemies, or defeat 10 enemies, and that's basically... That's the, what you do. Yeah, that's the mission structure of the Born game. Born to fight. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Live to win. The fighter, Ooh. not a lover. Oh, Ooh. man. What? I like all these. We just came up with like four movie taglines right there. <laughs> Real quick. So uh, why don't uh, we continue on? Can I do a little shank two action? Let's see. I, I want to get shanked. Yeah, you do? That's, that's probably really painful and extremely dangerous to get shanked. Okay, I don't want to get shanked. Don't <laughs> don't change my mind. I don't want you know what, you know, Ryan, I, I want to get shanked too. Oh, I like it. There you Shank go. Does that, does that work better? Uh, so, Shank uh, 2, obviously a sequel, if the two didn't give it away. Uh, this is a downloadable game coming to uh, Xbox Live, PlayStation Network, and uh, to PC. So, if you did not play the original Shank, it is basically a, uh, I always think of it as a cartoon come to life, highly fluid animation, very sharp, very cartoon network-ish, I like to think of it as, um, which kind of makes sense because apparently their lead artist and one of the owners of the company, I think, is... Uh, what used to be a Cartoon Network animator. Uh, he's really cool. But uh, anyway, um, Shank is a 2D action game, kind of a pl- little bit of platform elements in there, but mostly just action. And they, the team at Klee, I want to say Klee, but I kind of forgot how to pronounce the name. It's K-L-E-I. Would you say that's Klee or Klee? 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 Caliban. Um, anyway, the t- the developers. Wait, Caliban. It's Calab- <laughs> uh, um, The developers totally rebuilt the combat from the ground up. So for anyone that played the first one, and uh, apparently there were a bunch of people who played the first one and said to themselves, "Hey, this game looks really good and it's a cool idea, but the combat doesn't really sell, you know sell me on it." Uh, they just rebuilt it from the ground up. So now it's you know to me it feels really responsive. It's really sharp and clean, and um, it's essentially how much can how how you know how well can you totally just brutally destroy all these enemies that are coming at you cuz uh, you control shank who's this you know big burly dude with a bunch of machetes and guns and uh you can just kind of segue from one weapon to the other and like you know right back and forth all the face buttons control different weapons so he has a melee long range and a heavy duty so you can literally go from like shotgunning a dude in the face to chainsawing him through the abdomen and encountering his one desperate little attack and then stabbing him in the face with his own knife and then you know throwing him into an exploding barrel uh you can do all this stuff very quickly and seamlessly and i really like that i love when Action games kind of open you up to the possibility for really intense skill-based maneuvers, which is why I like Devil May Cry so much, because you can have fun just kind of blowing people away. That's what I say in the preview. But uh, there's also plenty of room to be good at the game, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm getting kind of blank stares from you guys. <laughs> no, I'm into it. Okay. I mean, I, uh, I love games like that, too, where yeah. essentially you could sort of mash your way through. But, I mean, based on your description, it sounds like there's some sophistication to stringing combos together yes. and stringing and moves rewarded. together. You're yeah. rewarded with so, more points and more money. I mean, that's always fun. And counters, I mean, man, this is the kind of game where, see, counters are always tricky because in most games when they're like, we have a counter system, 
I'll say, awesome, I'm probably going to suck at it because I just feel like my reflexes aren't where they need to be. But in this, I feel like there's a little uh, red exclamation mark appears above an enemy's head before he's about to, like, hit you, like, you know, close range or something. And I feel like it gives you just the right amount of time. It's it's not so obvious that it's like, dun, 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 and then the attack comes. But uh, it gives you just enough time to pull that trigger. And when you counter, it feels so good because, like, the animation is great. Like, Shank will grab the dude and, like, break their arm or stab them or throw them over his shoulder. And it's really cool. And you can basically just keep doing that over again. So you can keep countering enemies and kind of keep this, like, really uh, vicious pace up. And, you know, it's just, it's, a, it's really cool. And, of course, this is all going through silky smooth, super colorful animation, a lot of great background work. Silky smooth. Uh, silky smooth. Now, do we know anything about the overarching narrative behind um, it, Shank? I, I wasn't two? actually I wasn't actually told much other than the fact that it is. Whereas the first one was more about revenge, it seems like now this one is about like Shank trying to do the right thing. And like in the beginning uh, story campaign level, he's just basically trying to save a bunch of villagers from getting slaughtered. <laughs> this just seems so funny. I will kill for good! <laughs> I will slaughter <laughs> hundreds of people no, for no, the, no, the cause. But he's killing the bad guys. Well, though. of course, yeah. Slaughtering um, the bad guys. Yeah. He, right. yeah Countering no, no, the I bad mean, guys. I wasn't really told. Uh, all I know is that this village was completely in disarray, shambles, on fire. Like, the entire level was basically on fire, and Shank is trying to protect the civilians um, from these... Uh, rescuing people. Kind of look like mercenary... Carrying around hoses, types. putting out fires. No hoses or fires. Fire putting outing. Building tents. Calling OSHA. No, no, it wasn't calling OSHA. <laughs> Getting on the phone. Calling the mayor. What's up? This is Shank. This is Shank is 2. This OSHA. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even Shank. This is Shank 2, motherfucker. So uh, I was really digging it. And then Scooter uh, played through the uh, Scooter from 1UP, uh, one of the editors there, played uh, through the multiplayer. And the multiplayer in Shank 2 is a survival-based uh, kind of fighting the waves uh, horde mode, so it's really cool. First of all, I love I love modes like that. They just totally tickle my fancy because it's essentially unlimited gameplay, and it's just up to you as to how long you can keep it going. So um, it's it's sort of in the level that I saw it was in a bombed out church. So you had like multi you know tiers, and uh, you could just kind of jump between and every like you know you had a wave of enemies come at you and they would try and plant bombs and you'd have to defuse the bombs and then run back and forth and try and take all these guys out uh, and you and your buddy were like kind of tag teaming and it's just really cool like so much action and then as you're building money up with by the way those cool combos that you can do uh, to increase the amount of money that you have stylish you can, yes you can buy items and set up chain guns like in the level and like have them take care of the enemies for you Ooh. and you know, buy upgrades for yourself. Oh, super fun, super cool. And then the boss, the boss guys start rolling through, and it gets real hard. And so there's also, like some degree of strategy in the game if you yes. gotta like set up. Yes, traps absolutely. And- you um essentially the well, the CEO um of Clee. Uh, I'm so sorry if I'm getting that name wrong. Clay. But, uh, uh, yeah, he was um, showing me, he was like playing the multiplayer along with Scooter and he was saying that the, the strategy is sort of in when, like in what you buy and, you know, when you sort of implement that into the level and like when you go for that chain gun and throw that down. Um, and I think he said he like got to wave, was like somewhere in the 14 to 17 range before he finally got taken down. That was like his best uh, just from testing. So uh, it's very cool. I'm I'm totally down with that game like that. I had like, well, I guess I didn't wasn't really excited about it because i didn't know it existed until last week when i played it right <laughs> but uh i'm like super pumped about that game now so i would highly suggest everyone keep an eye out for it i believe it is due out early next year i want to say pretty sure that's what and it's said. is it 
cross-platform? Yes. Okay. Uh, Xbox, PSN, PC. And uh, I think that's about it for Shank. That's all we saw. I mean, basically cool combat, both single and multiplayer. Um, really, really cool animation. Like and there's you, a, it is a pretty, pretty game. There's a uh, video preview on IGN right now. So, uh, well, not isn't a there? video preview, just a preview with video. Gosh. Yeah. Really disappointed, Ryan. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wrote the whole preview. I'm going to talk to your boss about Gre- that. About Gre- with Greg? Man, you can talk to him. I, I wasn't even supposed to. That wasn't even my assignment. I just took it off of Damon's hands because he didn't have time. You are a hero as always, Ryan. Um, so Shank 2, look forward to it. Uh, I wish I could tell you pricing information and stuff, but we don't have any of that. Uh, I kind of have a feeling it'll be the $15 mark because a lot of these games are nowadays. Might be 10 though. I could see it between the 10 and 15 mark. That's Ryan Clements' prediction. How you doing, be, Steven? Uh, you don't look very happy, buddy. I don't see a good smile on your face. I'm... I don't right? know, man. I don't you know. You all right? Yeah. You'll be all right. I'll be all right. I think it's going to be okay, guys. Uh, we're going to... Now, normally at this point in the show, I would say, oh, cross-game chat. Let's uh, talk about the emails and the questions. Email! But for a second week in a row, I didn't really have time uh, to print out questions. And you know what, guys? We haven't had... I haven't had enough questions from you guys. Send more to unlocked at IGN.com. And uh, we will get to more questions. Uh, let's see... Casey, do we want to do a meta achievement today? I love meta achievements, Ryan. They are I fun. I think what we should do before we do that is we should explain to Shopper what a meta achievement is. Would you like to explain or shall I? Why don't you, Ryan? Okay. So meta achievement was actually a reader's idea that we implemented, but it is a fun game that has absolutely no value. So we, <laughs> we, task, like uh, we task our listeners with doing something. Uh, in the real world or in video games and kind of sending in some sort of evidence of that and they get points that don't actually have any value. Uh, okay. Kind of like, you know, remember that good old whose line is it anyway when they got points and the points don't matter? I do, remember that yes. Show? Uh, similar. Uh, so we will award points to people, for example, for like taking a picture of themselves next to their 360. or uh, With their clothes like on. Or with, with their clothes on, yeah. Uh, Wait, unf- you know what? Their 360 is wearing their clothes? No, no, no. The, they're wearing the clothes, and oh. the 360 is in the picture. Oh, I see. Okay. Also wearing clothes. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Um, Everybody needs to be clothed, guys. It, it saddened me just a little bit that we didn't. We haven't gotten any pictures of a single female listener uh, to the unlocked mailbox. But Ouch. That's okay. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm. I, I thought we would. As soon have as they, as soon as they hear my dulcet baritone, that's all you need. They'll just come running. My pants are already or off. I don't know come if you really <laughs> Um, so anyway, uh, Casey, do you want to create uh, the meta achievement, or should we have uh, Stephen create his first meta achievement? I'm very happy to. I have an idea, but Stephen, um, would you like to, or you want me to throw mine out? We can do throw two. Throw your idea. I'll throw mine. Or no, do we only do one? Well, we have to do one, but I'll, should I choose which one? <laughs> just, just, give, just, give, just give this one. I just thought it might be fun to do something related to the Dark Souls Marathon tomorrow. Okay. So we could possibly have, uh, and work with me on this one. This is a work in progress. Because, All right, work in progress. Um, just thinking about it right now, but uh, something related to somebody tuning in, watching the marathon, and then actually tweeting us. So maybe they have to send a screen cap from their phone or from their computer where they've t- tweeted us a question while we're playing. Because during the marathon, we're actually going to be taking questions from uh, readers and viewers. Okay, and how it, do they uh, answer? Uh, how do they ask questions? Tweet at IGN? Yep. And okay. then uh, hashtag Dark Souls. Hashtag Dark Souls. Send your questions. And uh, just take a screen cap of that and uh, email it to unlocked at IGN.com for your meta achievement points. Which, how much should they earn? That's a little one. So maybe we should come up with, I don't know, what, 15? 15? Is that, I was going to say 20. 20. Uh, you know, uh, let's... I think it should be twenty, Ryan. How about that? Let's I got. I have a better idea. Let's let's make it twenty. Let's make it twenty. Yeah, let's we're do, going with twenty. Let's do twenty. I feel right. great about twenty. I like it. 
Um, and then, of course, if uh, you're not following IGN already, do so. So then you can tweet at uh, us tomorrow for the Dark Souls Marathon. Remember, hashtag Dark Souls to get those questions answered. And you can also follow all of us on Twitter personally for personal updates and my love of K-pop. Uh, trust me, you follow me long enough, you're going to love it too. You can follow me at Pwam Cider. That's P-W-A-M Cider. You can follow Casey, my one and only, at Lynchtacular. That's L-Y-N-C-H-Tacular. That's right. It. It's all one word, though. There's no it underscore is. or anything. It's amazing. And you can find uh, good old Stephen Hopper at, brace yourself, Stephen underscore Hopper. I Holy shit. Man, he, he nailed that one. I got that one so hard. And IGN, of course, is just IGN. Uh, I think that about does it for the topics I wanted to hit, and that was a, a solid 45 minutes. I was worried that we wouldn't have enough because of the no questions, but uh, I think we had a good chat there. So, sure. Stephen, would you like to make some announcements about the future of Podcast Unlocked? Absolutely. Um, well, we're currently rebuilding the Xbox team, starting with me. Yes. And You're the then, first piece of the puzzle. I am the first piece of the puzzle, the first cipher, as it were. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, um, we are going to be restructuring a lot of things within the Xbox channel. Um, also, starting with this podcast as well, we're going to be uh, changing things within the coming weeks. Um, we might have some downtime within there, but fret not. We are going to come back harder and stronger. Faster than he was before. Faster than we was before. <laughs> we was. <laughs> <laughs> Deeper and harder. So essentially, yeah, look, keep keep an eye out in the future. And, exactly. Uh, and Podcast Unlocked could morph into something new. Exactly. You so know. just stay tuned. Things yes. are going to get awesome. Yes. Well, thank you very much for joining me. You bet. And thank you, Casey, as always. I like Pleasure's talking Dark Souls with you. Even though that article is the stupidest shit I've ever read. Fuck you, kid. Oh, fuck, man. You're just a troll. God. Uh, well, thank sure. you guys. Uh, remember, tune in. Uh, <laughs> keep, keep your eyes peeled to Xbox 360 channel on IGN for more. And uh, we will uh, obviously keep you guys updated on what's happening with the Unlocked show. And with that, I leave you with some bleep bloops. You're supposed to say bleep bloop. Oh, bleep bloop. Bleep bloop. <laughs> Perfect. Shit, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs>
New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.